Hello, welcome back, everyone. Hi <laughs> to the BFF podcast, the best footwear podcast. I'm Ann Deskus of Studio Deskus. I am a footwear designer and consultant based in San Francisco, and here's my co-host. It's me, Vic from Cela Vic. I'm a sneaker artist, also based out of San Francisco, and. Holy cow, we are on the season finale of our first season, episode 10. That's crazy. It blows my mind. <laughs> I was looking at the picture of us yesterday when we recorded our first episode. Yeah. And we look like babies. Mm, this I'm is so before proud like, of us. I shake my head, before you got blue hair. <laughs> yeah. Like, so much has changed since what, November? Yeah. That was when we first recorded. Mm hmm. Which is like three months ago. It's not that long that's ago. That's true. Yeah. But getting together 10 episodes, that's an accomplishment. I'm like happy that we're doing this and we're still so excited to keep doing it. That's what makes me really happy. <laughs> I know. I feel like I just get to come in and I just get to chop it up with you about random stuff. Yeah. But today is not a random stuff day. Today is a very exciting season finale episode that we've been talking about. Um, <laughs> we've been hyping it up and hopefully <laughs> yeah. like, you know, um, people are satisfied with what we're going to be providing today, but yeah. it's going to be an episode about pricing. Mm -hmm. Girl, let's just get into it. Like, tell me how much you, how much you cost right off the bat. Let's yeah. Go. Yeah. Okay. So, cut the crap. Um, yes, I'm gonna cut the crap. <laughs> I'm not gonna waste any of your time. So my starting price. So when I say my starting price is my sneaker custom package. Mm -hmm. And um, I can dissect a little bit more of what the package means. The package means um, raw material, um, development, design, um, packaging, um, all the admin stuff, you know, the back and forth with my clients, um, so that all the customer service part of it. Um, so my starting price is $3,800. Mm -hmm. However, I always include um, and that's with like an asterisk, right? Um, because it's never $3,800. That's why I say I start at $3,800. Yeah. And, um, but the final cost is really determined by the complexity of the project mm -hmm. and the final material selection of the project. Right. Um, so $3,800 really just covers like my base. Yeah. So that's like going to McDonald's, I'm getting a burger with nothing on it. Exactly. <laughs> bun, meat, bun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe In-N-Out burger, so yeah. slightly yeah. fancier. Okay, but yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure, because it, so. it starts at a higher price than right. normal. Right, right. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not like you're one <laughs> in and out is that, I know. is that your fancy, like the fancy chain? <laughs> my fancy fast food, that's my favorite fancy fast food. I love um, it, we need to get In-N-Out one day. Oh, we do, we should talk about that during lunch with Bacon yeah. Ann. Um, but yeah, so that's my starting price. Yeah. Um, but typically, um, but my additional rate on top of that um, mm -hmm. is I charge $250 per yeah. hour for my labor. Yeah. And so, um, so if we're starting with $3,800, um, depending on like additional development, that's mm -hmm. again, usually where the bulk of um, the final price comes in is the additional labor time. Yeah. Right. So if I'm doing... Um, a textile upper versus a leather upper, you know, textile mm -hmm. will take me like twice as long yeah. um, because I have to properly reinforce it. Or if, um, if I have to develop an original design, mm -hmm. you know, that's outside of the scope of the base package, which is like a design I've done before. I understand the construction, the process. Right. Um, 
an original design is completely brand new. I have to test out pullovers. So that's all mm -hmm. additional labor cost. Yeah. So then I typically will itemize that mm -hmm. um, on my invoice. Yeah. Like, okay, if we're doing this, and this is why like, I always take a lot of time up front yeah. um, with my clients who are serious about pursuing a design mm -hmm. or custom with me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I spend like a couple hours at least in the beginning, just like really to try to get to know them, what their goals are, yeah. what they're trying to get at, what is this for? Yeah. Um, so it's a really thoughtful and purposeful product versus you want this design? Sure. Yeah. What color you want? Yeah. Okay, done. Right. You know, it's not like, I'm not that person. Mm -hmm. Like if you're coming to me for that, I will point you to somebody else. Yeah. Um, because that is not what I do. Mm -hmm. um, and so and I, like yeah. for your records, Anne, Anne makes these shoes from scratch. So it's not just a product that's already made. You are literally building a shoe from scratch. It is a dope design and everything is customized to the liking of your client and is something that's like one of one. You're not going to find this anywhere else in the world. You are making an exclusive shoe for one person whenever yep. you're doing it. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because I, I've had customers that come, well, potential customers that would inquire. Yep. And I've had customers in the past or potential prospects that actually got really upset about like what I was charging. It's like, well, why would I pay you that when I can go buy a designer's shoe for <laughs> you're you know, buying, a quarter of the price? You're buying a designer shoe. Let's say you get something from Versace, okay? You're buying something that's off their shelf. They're, they have already mass produced it. This is a design that they're set to sell. That's not what Anne does. You want something from the red carpet that is Versace designed for your body, for you to look a certain way, for you to be a stunner and literally showstopper. That's what that you're doing. Something that nobody else has. Mm -hmm. And I think that's sort of something most people come to us often overlook. Yeah. Like this is a one of one. And I think I've told you this before, like, Anybody who comes to me for design, they like, I don't offer it to anybody else. Yeah. So like you can't have the same colorway. Mm -hmm. You can have a same silhouette, but you can't have the same colorway. Yeah. Um, and that's what I offer to my client because I want everybody who comes to me to own something that no one else has. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where like the pricing differs mm -hmm. too. You said your clients were upset about your price? Not my client, but um, potential prospects. Right, right. prospects, yeah. right, were like like visibly upset um, that you were charging that much? No, like, well, I have customers that were like, why, why would I pay you this? Like, yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, Or, But that's just like through like a DM or something. Uh -huh. You know, that's when I know it's like, okay, these people are not serious. They're not your people. Which is fine. <laughs> like, again, I'm okay with that. And again, yeah. this is sort of like the, the lack of education from our part as sneaker customizers. I think that's, like, that's really important. They just important. don't know. It's mm -hmm. like, how can we be mad at them when they're ignorant about the process and how much it takes, like what it takes to get to yeah. an in-custom product? When we as, as customizers, as artists, don't put our prices up front because we can't. And also we take so long. Look, we can talk for hours and hours about why we price and da da da, da but none of this is broken down anywhere. So how would they know? Yep, yeah. exactly. And so, and again, like every artist is different. Just like if you think about, if you think about like, if I'm gonna hire an interior designer to design my house, mm -hmm. I might talk to 
two or three different interior designers yeah. because they may all have the same style that I'm looking for. Yeah. But in terms of like how much they charge for the type of work that they do, it might it might differ because like from like um, if you're just looking at that from the bigger picture, if you take a step back, you look at their, you know, their overall designs, they may all use the same black ceramic or same black tiles. Yeah. But this person is using black tiles that's imported from Italy. Mm -hmm. This person is, you know, using black tiles that's like handcrafted by this artisan that's based local, like yeah. in my town, mm -hmm. you know, and they're all gonna differ in price, yeah. right? And so, so I think this is where like, you then have to like do your homework as like a client to differentiate like, okay, is this the type of like designer I want working on my product? Mm -hmm. And if they're charging this price that reflects the materials that they're using, am I okay with that? Yeah. Same thing with customizers. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And I just want to say that customs are, are a luxury product. Yes. It is a process. It's yeah. not something that's meant to be affordable for everybody. I'm sorry to say it, but, and again, you, whatever your price point is, you'll be able to find an artist that will charge that much within your range is capable of doing what you want to do. Like I had somebody who was, um, you know, like I knew them very well and I really wanted to do their customs, but like, um, a friend of mine approached me and said, Oh, can you do my wedding customs? But all I want on them is like a date and some text. And I'm like, Honestly, I would point you to someone else who does just as good of a job as I do because I would charge you a lot more. That is not one in my area of expertise, actually, because I don't just stencil texts. Yeah. That's not what I do on the daily. If I did, maybe it would be a lot cheaper. But if you want me to go through that process and I charge the amount that I charge, it's not going to be worthwhile for you. You should just go to someone else for that design, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I think like, I love that you share that example because I think a lot of times like we'll get a project that's potentially very high paying, yeah, but it doesn't really fit our skill set. Mm -hmm. And so how do we sort of, again, like we're not thirsty, but I can't say this for a lot of other artists, right? Yeah. You know, because it might be an instance where like, oh man, like this will pay the bills for my studio space or this will pay for my materials for my next project. Like, yeah. There's a lot of variables, you know, so I'm not saying like what we do is the right way, but that's what makes what we do is what makes sense for us. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So just kind of think about that. Mm -hmm. I love that example that you provided. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I, I think we've totally like been burned by like we're speaking. We've gotten to this point because we've experienced a lot of things that will influence how we price and we reflect on it. I think, I think every single project that we do at the end of it, you're like, Oh, I only charged that much, man. Did I do a lot more work or man, did it take me a lot longer than I anticipated? So the next time I'm going to be ready to, again, I love what you're saying, saying about like itemized, um, invoice and even setting those expectations at the beginning, mm -hmm. itemize everything, tell people how much you charge for it, which is not necessary, but it really helps with education and, then your your clients will feel like the product that they're getting is worthwhile mm -hmm. because it's hard to tell like you can look at a pair of shoes and oh how long did it take her to paint that sometimes it's like a month yep a full month of work and what do you want to pay me a thousand dollars so that i can get paid two dollars an hour no absolutely not <laughs> yeah um, yeah and i've done that before i i have to admit and i have to be honest with you that i have 
I have taken on projects where I made next to nothing, but the final sum of money, let's say like it's $500, I felt like that would help me sustain myself, which it doesn't. Yeah. And that's why we've kind of gotten to this point where it's like, no, I think we need to, we need to charge how much it takes for us to sustain ourselves, to pay rent, to live and make this a job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and sorry, before I, um, ask you the same question, um, about how much you charge, I just want to say too, like, yes, I have people that comes into my DMS and say, and are kind of like either not happy about how much I'm charging because it's like quite the sticker shop. Why are they offended? And then two, (laughs) they just like ghost me. They don't like, they don't even have any follow-up things to say, or it's like, thank you so much for providing the information. Mm -hmm. Like I'll think about it. Or like, I'm sorry, this is not for me. Mm -hmm. Like, which is fine. Like, mm-hmm. you know, again, I'm used to it, you yeah. know, and it's, it's all good. But then I also have had, um, clients who end up working with me and mm. like are so appreciative that I'm charging a meaningful price for what I do. Yeah. Which is like so refreshing when yeah. you actually get a client like that. That understands. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's like, absolutely. You're worth as much. Mm-hmm. And I also had another client who ended up working with me and he was like, worth every penny. I yeah. think it's like you're still undercharging. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's openly said that to me too. And it's like, and then, so he ended up giving me a really good tip, you know, which is like so nice. He didn't have to do that, but it's like, those are the customers I'm looking for, for myself. Mm-hmm. Even if it means that's like 1% or 2% yeah. of everybody out there who wants a custom shoe, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that because I know the inside joke with us is like, we're always like, oh, we're not thirsty, yeah. you know? But yeah. it's like, again, it's, we're not thirsty, but also like what a privilege to be able to like work with a client who values the type of work that we do and sort of this like, and have that willingness to pay for the skill set and experience that we accumulated for over a decade, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so... That reminds me. Okay. So this is a story that I have not publicly put anywhere and I have not, I am guilty for not, uh, openly talking about pricing often, but we're trying to be candid and honest in this episode. Um, my eBay project, do you remember that? It's like Mm -hmm. one of my Mm -hmm. very first, um, corporate clients. And when they approached me, it's, this could be like a whole other episode, but when they approached me, they, they asked me how much I would charge. Like, this is the project, this is the scope, um, how much is it? And they said to me that it was like a bid system where- That's crazy. They would ask a whole bunch of artists and they would collect the bids and then as a team decide on who they wanted to take on for the project. This is like uh, so they're gaming it too, right? Like the fact as a that they said that strategy me, because yeah. they're kind of messing with you. Like, yeah, you know, it's like okay, well, you better give me a good price mm-hmm. because other people are like potentially in the running too. Right, and uh, like I hate that. in in my inexperience, I remember yeah. I was actually on vacation and I got this call from the agent and I was like, oh my god, like eBay, right? Mm-hmm. And this is for their. I'm going to give you a bit of background on the project. This was for their 25th anniversary. They wanted five pairs of original shoes customized. And they didn't tell me at the time who was on that roster, but essentially it was like, like all the, the very well-known people in the sneaker painting world. Yep. Um, so, you know, De Jesus was on there, Mosh was on there, um, Serato and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and Kickstradamus, I think. So there were five spots and, um, 
when they asked me that question, I had to give them my number. <laughs> Did no. I cringe? I said $500. No, you did not. I said $500. And my in my mind, I was thinking, Anne, I really want this opportunity. This opportunity is going to change my life. I am willing to do it for free. But then um, that little part of my conscience was like, but I'm a starving artist. I need money to buy materials. I can't afford it. So I'm going to charge them material costs, $500 for five pairs of shoes. So uh, what was they the provided base shoe? the shoes. Oh, they provided yeah, the shoes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it was like five different pairs. So they had Reeboks, they had Yeezys, they had Air Force Ones, etc. Um, and yeah, that was the quote I gave them. And I was like, please pick me, you know, like, oh my God, I I I really want this. I'm gonna I'm gonna lowball them so that they choose me. And in the end, like I Anne's like, oh my god, I Damn can't believe you did that. I, it's like speechless <laughs> right now. <laughs> But the the good thing, the the happy ending to the story is, of course, like, you know, um, eBay ended up paying me a lot, like a lot of money for that project um, over, like, I would say like thousands, thousands and thousands of dollars for that project, which still didn't justify it. I'm going to tell you because the timeline was short and it was a lot of work, um, but it was a lot more than what I had offered in my bid. Damn. I mean, I'm just spe- speechless <laughs> right now. And I'm trying to find the right things to say, but I think, I mean, this wasn't that long ago. This was like two years ago. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 2020. 2020, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mid pandemic. Yeah. And I was thirsty. <laughs> I have to admit. Which is crazy because you're no longer thirsty. I'm just saying. But like, we shouldn't have to be thirsty, you know, like. But okay, but I'm listening to this right now, right? And I'm I'm just thinking about like how how many of us actually fall for that, um, for better or for worse, mm-hmm. right? Because on paper, it's all everything that you've ever wanted. You know, it's for a big corporation. It's a high paying paying gig. Yeah, you're working alongside other dope ass artists. Yeah, and um, and it's like yeah. It's everything on paper is amazing. So you want to be a part of it because you're feeling FOMO. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's like lowering yourself. <laughs> like That's how much I valued myself at. $500 for five pairs of shoes. <sighs> yeah. But again, like I can't, I, I almost like I'm speechless because like, I am not upset that you did that. Because I think at the time too, it's like your goal at the time is to get more exposure Mm -hmm. and you knew this is an opportunity to help you get more exposure so in the end the payout regardless of the fact that it's a financial payout it potentially is worth it Mm -hmm. and i think that's where we have to assess the situation as artists you know and be able to sort of separate ourselves like what is my end goal here Mm -hmm. you know if do i need the money do i not need the money Mm -hmm. and but then um, I also remember there's a story that you were telling me one time about your friend who is a musician. Mm-hmm. Can you touch on that? Like she didn't need the money, right? She, this example literally is like what I live by when I'm pricing. Um, she, so I have a friend who is a product manager in the tech industry. She makes lots of money. She makes like over 200K pro- easily, easily in the year. So she's not, she's not 
in need of getting paid. Yeah. But she plays in a band and they always perform at, well, this is pre-COVID, but they would perform at pubs and bars and things like that. And every single time she did, out of principle, she would charge the bar, the, like, whatever, you know, the the going rate is. For, like, a gigging musician. Right, yeah. yes. And her reasoning for that, it's like, oh, well, I could do it for free because I'm passionate, you know, um, which is what a lot of artists do. Like, I'm so passionate about this. I'll do anything for free yeah. as long as I love it. Um, but she's, like, her reasoning behind it is um, if she doesn't charge the bar, they will find somebody who will do it for free, and those people are not getting paid. So if you're not charging the right amount or you're not charging a livable fair wage, it ruins it for your community. All the people yeah. that you love, your friends who are trying to do this full time as a job. And then if you're sitting here thinking, I can't make a living off of that, it's because you contributed to this effect, Yep. right? This idea of like, I will do things for free. I will do things because I want it, because I want that opportunity. Yep. Mm -hmm. Totally. And it's like, let's say we always talk about this. Oh, which celebrity um, would we be willing to do free free shoes for? Yeah. You know, and it's like all these like badass queens that are like, mm -hmm. you know, celebrities like, yeah. oh, in a heartbeat, I would make a pair of shoes for Beyonce. Right. Don't even pay me. I will I will do everything and I'll ship it to you. But at the end of the day, I truly believe that if somebody were to appreciate what you do, even if they're a major celebrity, especially if they're a major celebrity, they would pay you for your work. Yeah because they know, they value you. Mm -hmm. And so if you're doing free stuff for people, I mean, that's totally up to you whether you wanna do it or not. Yeah. But truly, truly, like even what we do, if we really loved an artist, we wouldn't just take free artwork from them. We would pay them to support them. Yep, And totally. I truly, tr like I'm holding on to that. I'm hoping that that, that concept, that idea never never shatters to pieces and I lose faith in humanity. Yeah. But I think, right. <laughs> but like, I, I think that that should be how the world is. Yeah. Right. If it's somebody that you respect a lot or somebody who values your, your work and deserves your time, they would pay you. Yeah. They wouldn't just be like, Oh, give it to me for free. I'll pay you an exposure and clout. Yeah. Like screw that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I know like, I know Beyonce is top of mind right now. Cause you just said her name, but yeah. it's like, it's like you wouldn't like you pay to go to a concert because yeah. you you're paying to go see this artist that you love. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that we're in the same not at all like <laughs> level yeah. as Beyonce, yeah. but I'm just saying it's the same concept. Mm -hmm. You know, you're paying for your favorite artist for a product that you love. Yeah. What is that worth to you? Mm -hmm. um, and OK, so I I want to ask um you, Vicky, have I asked you this already? Like how much? I don't think I've said okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like we talk about so many things. Okay. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Like what is your starting price and do you have an hourly rate? Mm -hmm. So I start at $1,500. If you're in my DMs, if you are, and I do this with my closest people, my closest friends, friends that I would love to do customs for. Um, and I still have to give this price. I start at 1500 and that is like base of base because it really depends on how complex you want it, how much time it's going to take me. And I'm still getting the gist of how long projects take me, but I want to say that I, I also factor in the time that it takes for me to run my business. Mm-hmm. 
And I think we break it down when we're talking about cost of uh, or pricing and we talk about cost, like how much does a shoe cost? How much does material cost? How much does this? I view my business as a whole, right? I need to spend time to market. I need to spend hours communicating with customers where I sit there and, you know, I won't have prospective customers, but I need to charge for that. And that's like saying going to a fast food restaurant. They're not just charging you for the cost of the bun and mm -hmm. their workers. Their cost, they're, you're paying for marketing. You're paying for the overhead, overhead yep. rental space, yep. right? You're paying for the CEOs equipment. to make lots of money, right. equipment. Mm -hmm. All of that stuff gets factored into your price. And because they do it in bulk, it can be a lot lower. But because we do customs where it's like one of one, um, my price has had to reflect that and has been going up pretty consistently mm -hmm. and almost exponentially. Because when I first started my first pair of shoes, which of course are not at the same quality that they are now, but we're $80. Canadian, free Stop. shipping. <laughs> Includes the base shoe. Includes the oh, base shoe. Oh my God, mm -hmm. you made like $5, like. Absolutely nothing. And oh my gosh, I know the, the saving grace is, oh, I love doing what I do. No. And I'm so happy that this went to somebody who, you know, appreciated it. Sure, but then you're gonna get yourself into this situation where you want to do what you want to do, what you love to do for a living and you cannot. And that's like, that's the reality of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you are talking about, um, you touched on just looking at our business as a whole, mm -hmm. what are you paying for? And, and I think, um, what's not talked about enough is when you're coming to us to make a, to get a custom made, mm -hmm. you're basically paying us to set aside time just for your project. Mm -hmm. Because remember, we don't just work for you. Mm -hmm. We work for five to 10 other people at the same time. Exactly. And we are one person. Yeah. And so just think about sort of like the time management on our end, mm -hmm. right? So for me, like, my delivery day, and maybe we can talk, touch on this real quick, you know, my delivery time, you mm -hmm. know, from the moment you pay for your deposit mm -hmm. is 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. Like that's solid, right? And there are some instances, which is like almost never the case where I would um, allow a rush project mm -hmm. um, at double the price, essentially. Yeah. Because literally cannot move that fast. And then if you want me to move that fast, I literally have to set aside everybody else I've already committed to give them time to yeah. behind you when they were in front of you yeah. to begin with. And so totally so it's not I, fair to those right. clients. Too. And so mm -hmm. it's like, I'm sorry, that's just what I have to do because I'm cutting you in front of everybody else. Mm -hmm. But it's like, again, like, you're not paying, we're not just working for you. Yeah. We're working on multiple projects at the same time. And I always say like right now, so we're in what, like midway through Q1 of 2022, I'm already booking for Q3. Like I'm not booking any more for Q1 or Q2 yeah. because that's how far out I'm booked out, right. you know? And so like, how long does it take for you to complete a project from start to finish once they pay their deposit? I wanna say, and this is this is awful for me because I think that ideally I am I am running my business in in a way where I'm booking for every quarter and I'm booking two or three quarters in advance. But I get a lot of projects from corporate nowadays where 
they're unaware of timelines. They're unaware of how long it takes to customize a pair of shoes. And they'll be like, yeah, so deadlines in two weeks. It takes me a, a week to sit on an idea and just formulate how I want to approach a project. Um, and then I find myself, you know, working super late or I literally stretch myself so thin in that single week that I'm like, I can't believe I just did that and I'm exhausted the next week and I can't keep up my schedule, you know? So, but then also, are you producing the quality of work at the level that you oh. would like to given the timeline? It's you're not good enough, which is not <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. In like our, by our standard, I think eBay was good enough. Could I have done a more spectacular job if you had given me a month instead of two weeks? Absolutely. And if, if that's what you're looking for, then, you know, um, so be it. But as a client, the more time that you give us ahead of time, the more communicative you are with us, you know, on both sides, uh, the better the product is going to be at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say like my delivery time can be two weeks, but you're going to have to pay a premium. Like, and I mean a premium, like double or more. Um, or it can take somewhere. I think I was booked up before I was doing like one of ones and like working with corporations mainly. Um, it would be at least three months in advance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so would you say that we need to do a better job at educating our corporate clients oh, that totally. like versus like, oh man, like this is a really cool project I really want to be part of. I only get two weeks to do it. Like, yeah. Okay, crap. I'll take it. But Plan like ahead. how going back to what you were saying earlier, it's like, what kind of precedent are we setting for other artists who might potentially get this kind of project? Mm -hmm. But now they're like, well, this other artist I worked with only took two weeks. Why are you taking two months? Let's just say this: somebody will always be able to do it for cheaper and in less time. The yeah. quality and what you're paying at the end of the day, you get what you pay for. So, right. But then that's what I'm saying though. It's like, if they were to give you more time, mm -hmm. Like you would have given them something that's like incredible by your standard. Right. And, yeah. and I know this is where we have a lot of back and forth about like, well, do they know the difference mm -hmm. or are we the only people that knows the difference? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's, there's a lot to consider, but I think, I think we can do a better job too, you mm -hmm. know, now that we're getting like bigger oh, projects, you know, to like take the time to educate them because again, like, yeah, I can do this in two weeks, mm -hmm. but hey, you can get this mm -hmm. in a month. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so like, let them decide, Yeah, you know? Totally, totally. And, you know, I think it it is important for, for us to, it's really hard for us to be entirely transparent. And I, I don't know what it is. Like customizers tend to keep their prices very secretive. Like, do you, do you find that? Or like they don't, I know it's very hard to, to post because you can't just say like, oh, my customs are going to be like a thousand dollars. And then every single one is going to be the same because of course, complexity level materials, mm -hmm. so on and so forth. But like a lot of times, like I'm super nosy and I'll go into people's like their accounts and then their website and whatever. Like how much does this cost? How much does this cost? You know? Yeah. I think there is a lot of curiosities and I think the reason why, and this is my personal opinion, the reason why I think sneaker customizers are not as really available or they don't share their prices as openly is mm -hmm. because 
they don't want to be held accountable for the price they've set on like somewhere mm. um, on black and white because by us doing this episode, we might be held accountable. Yeah, you know, it's like, well, you said in your <laughs> season finale pricing yeah. episode that you, you start at thirty eight hundred dollars. Yeah, but again, the asterisk is always like, but it really depends on the complexity and mm-hmm. the materials yeah. and how fast you want it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's I can tell you right now on record, it's never thirty eight hundred dollars. Uh, both of us, I, I don't think. I have charged that in a while and right. I don't think it's going to be like that. Right. That's like starting, starting price. Right. And, and like, yeah. I was telling you like, or you were saying how you get like messages about people being offended by your pricing. I've said to somebody, oh, my prices start at 1500. They're like, what do you mean? Like $15, like 15 mean? period, <laughs> like dot a decimal zero, zero. No, 1500. And that's, we're already undercharging. Yeah. You're undercharging for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm undercharging for what I'm doing. And so that price is only going to go up and like be reasonably adjusted by how much work we actually put into our job. Yeah. Yeah. And how much time we have. That mm-hmm. really is what comes down oh. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we've noticed that since since we've been in this, um, it, it's been really good uh, in the sense that we've been booked up a lot. We've mm-hmm. been really busy with projects. So the busier you are, the less time you have, the more you have to charge because we cannot physically, like you were saying, I cannot move any faster. Yeah. <laughs> like I there's can't. no way for me to yeah. physically do it. Yeah. Um, so the prices are just going to go up. Yeah. Yeah. It reflects that. So it's not, yeah, because our time is so valuable. It's not because we sit here thinking like, oh my God, I'm if best, I like put a paintbrush like- <laughs> to a shoe, I'm like, this shoe is going to be worth a million dollars. It's yeah. not that. No, not it's that It's really all. like, a fine adjustment that we do for our business and how we can keep this sustainable as a career. Exactly. And yeah. that's, this is what works for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, take with you, like what things, mm-hmm. you know, will help you, um, as an artist, as a potential client, mm-hmm. um, and how to sort of communicate your end goal. So everyone wins. In yeah, the end, exactly. You know? Yeah. And I think there's so much more we can talk about pricing because I, I love talking about this and I feel like it's our way to raise awareness. It's our way to establish ourselves and like be really transparent with our clients, with our fellow customizers and the whole community and building it up. So I think we should have an, another episode on this. Yeah, we will. Yeah. yeah. And like answer your questions and, you know, we have conversations all the time with our peeps about pricing. Mm-hmm. So let's do another episode on that. Yeah. Sounds good. And if yep. you are watching this on YouTube or um, I don't think you can do it on Spotify, but if you're watching this on YouTube and you have any additional questions or comments, please leave it um, in the comment section. Um, we will definitely get to them um, when we get a chance. And yes, until next time. Yay! This is the season finale, season finale of season one. Thank you so much. Yes, if you've watched us. all of our episodes so far, thank you. Thank you so much. Or even just like listen to one episode. Like that means a lot to us. And that that encourages us to keep going. Yes, so, for sure. Yeah. So we appreciate you. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>